This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. Good morning and welcome to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips, and today we are welcoming a new face to New Bedford. She's actually been here a month or so, but Suzanne DeVeg is the new director of the New Bedford Art Museum. She took over the spot in late August, early September. Uh, she is now here, living in New Bedford. So welcome, Suzanne. Oh, thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me on your show. Suzanne, uh, give us a little background about yourself. You have been in Massachusetts uh, before, uh, attending UMass Amherst, I believe. Uh, but tell That's us right. a little bit about your background. I earned a degree in art history at UMass Amherst. Um, I uh, pursued practical internships at the ICA in Boston, uh, also with Zoe Gallery and Beth Erdang Gallery when I was young. Um, after college, I came to New York, and one of the first jobs I had was running an all-women's cooperative gallery in Soho, which then I moved to Chelsea. And then immediately after that, I was working primarily within museum education, and that meant um, giving lectures in galleries at some of the most wonderful museums in New York City, and it was it was a phenomenal experience. And from that, um, ultimately, I was hired at Japan Society in New York, and I was uh, there full-time doing programming for 10 years. Okay. So what attracted you to New Bedford and this job at the Art Museum? Well, in many ways, it's a dream come true for me, Jim. Um, I have been uh, deeply involved with art my entire life. Um, my dad was a sculptor, and he had an old mill which he converted to a cultural center. And it had um, a gallery and a dance studio and a theater. And so I sort of grew up in the bosom of art, surrounded by artists. And so it's always been very natural for me to speak about art and I've, I guess I've just been in love with it all my life. Um, after um, I completed my undergraduate degree later, I went on to Bank Street College and I did their museum leadership program. And that prepared me really well. The intention was to lead a museum. So essentially the, the trajectory of my education and my career experience has been leading me to this moment. And I'm so thrilled to be here. New Bedford is such a, um, a gorgeous and historic place, and it's very friendly and welcoming. Uh, but more than anything, it's just the perfect time to be here because we're on the cusp of a, a cultural and artistic renaissance. And I have so many willing partners, uh, and there's such a, a buzz of creativity everywhere you go. So it's a, it's a very welcoming and hospitable place. Uh, the museum um, is housed in a beautiful old bank, and the building has such integrity. And in terms of its heart, uh, it's essentially been a community anchor for 30 years. And I'm looking to build on that and expand it. So uh, judging by your comments, you have met a few people here in the arts community already. Uh, and uh, I, I, I take it that's gone pretty well. Oh, it's been super. Um, as you know, the New Bedford Art Museum has a partnership with the New Bedford 
Free Public Library, and I'm working with Ali Copeland, and we are planning exhibitions together, which is so exciting. And uh, we have a major exhibition that we're planning in a year, and it hasn't really been publicly announced yet, but it will involve um, the sketchbooks and photographs that William Bradford made when he uh, did expeditions to the Antarctic. And included with that will be artifacts and art of the indigenous people of that region, both historic and contemporary. And we're excited to take um, selected items within the city's collection and recontextualize them and contextualize them in new and exciting ways that are relevant for our local communities and beyond. So mm-hmm. it's it's a marvelous partnership that existed before I came, and now we're we're just sort of building on that. But I've been able to connect with people at the university, um, Walker Downey, uh, Gabo Kaminser. We are working together to plan exp- exhibitions for the late spring related to sound art with Walker, related to social practice with Gabo. Um, there's just so many wonderful things we have ahead. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't mention that, of course, when we say New Bedford Art Museum, we have to add on artworks, which is yes. a part of your purview, if you will, as well. Uh, the artwork folks uh, deal a lot with younger people, youngsters. Um, and uh, do you see any... First of all, how's that gone, and are you looking forward to some special programming there? Oh, absolutely. I should mention that Artworks and New Bedford Art Museum are one entity, and we are united strongly. Artworks brings this beautiful legacy of deep community involvement. As you mentioned, particularly with children, the Artmobile is an exquisite example of that. Art is delivered to the doorsteps of people who may not be able to get to the museum for one reason or another, elders, very, very young children, children and families. And so it's very much about meeting people where they are, um, giving them opportunities for creativity, to socialize, to learn art-making skills. It's fantastic. So when I arrived at the museum, this is, you know, we're at the, we're at the tail end of the, sort of the COVID era. And I, it was clear to me that we needed to reactivate our space. So many of our programs were happening off-site. And I wanted to sort of revitalize our space, bring people to see in exhibitions, give them many reasons to come visit us. And one of the primary ways to do that is to have exhibitions change frequently, every two and a half months, uh, but also to offer dynamic programming that gives you insights into those exhibitions. For example, we have a new exhibition. In fact, we have four exhibitions opening tonight, one of which is entitled Yarn Rope String. And it's an exhibition of textile arts done in partnership with Fiber Art Now, a leading uh, online magazine about textile arts. And so we're offering workshops and classes related to textile arts. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is a long way of saying we've quadrupled the number of workshops and classes that we offer, and it's for all ages. Young children, after-school programs, adults, weekends, nights, 
I'm hoping, Jim, <laughs> you're going to find a lot of reasons to come see me. Well, that's a, that's a wonderful uh, a starting point for sure. You're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guest is Suzanne DeVig, the new executive director of the New Bedford Art Museum and Artworks. Um, I'm not sure you know much about carpentry and construction, but there was, uh, last time I checked, there were some renovations going on in the Art Museum's second floor. Is that about done? Is it done? No, Jim. Um, we have a little bit, <laughs> we have a ways to go. I'm I'm not sure what they were um looking after the day that you visited, but it is, um, we are in the process. We are moving forward, uh, and um, as details emerge, I'll share them with you. Um, it's, it's a work in progress right now. All right. But you are excited about that space. Oh, my goodness, yes. Well, it's a, it's a magnificent building, and my intention is to retain the integrity of that building, to retain the vault, to to highlight it and to expand and professionalize the space in terms of HVAC, in terms of lighting, in terms of that we can accommodate large-scale works, different kinds of art. It's actually a perfect segue um, for me to talk about uh, where I want to sort of bring the museum in terms of a vision uh, and how we will distinguish ourselves from our neighbors, because there are many spaces to view contemporary art in New Bedford and in the local community. And one way that our institution, our organization, is going to sort of set ourselves apart is by what we focus on. Um, there are, and, and that will be cutting-edge art, and that's a term that's probably overused, so I'll be really specific. Mm-hmm. Um, there are areas within the art world that are, are kind of in a nascent uh, state, and they're emerging um, in, a, in really exciting ways. Um, just as there was a time when photography and ceramics, for example, were not perceived as fine art, there are other areas within the art world that are sort of coming into their own. And one of those areas is fragrance as art. Um, and I should sort of explain a little bit about that. Uh, years ago, when I worked at the Cooper Hewitt National Design Museum, uh, in 2003, they had a triennial, which is when they award a variety of d- designers for their achievements. They featured uh, a company called Demeter, and they featured 70 different fragrances. And what made these noteworthy uh, was that they were their fragrances that were things like leather and tobacco and freshly cut grass and and so they're evocative of the natural world of of man-made things of things that are familiar things that bring us back to a moment in time mm-hmm. uh human beings believe it or not can distinguish over 1 trillion scents and that's that's something you can read about on the National Institute of Health um, there was a study done in 2014 um, that helped determine that, that figure. But this is a long way of me saying that fragrance is an expressive art form. And if you listen to someone like Frederick Mahl, for example, who's a world-renowned 
expert on perfume, you can understand that when someone goes out to create a fragrance, they are as much of an artist as a, as a painter or a videographer or a sculptor. They are inspired. They have a palette. They create something original that's deeply emotionally resonant. And so I'm interested in bringing fragrance art into the museum, floral art uh, with artists who work, who work in a way such as Lewis Miller or Emily Thompson, mm-hmm. edgy, expressive, um, conceptually. I, I guess that's what we really need to talk about. It's these forms used in a conceptual way, uh, not just about beauty, but about deeply stirring emotions and connecting to to ideas hey i understand you've got a christmas party being planned oh oh yes we're so excited i think this year is going to be a little bit different than previous years um we will have uh dance performances uh uh, they were curated by aller pardon me ali kenner brodsky um who's a dancer and a choreographer and these will take place they're called tiny dances because they're presented on a four by four stage and they will, will be, you know, pulling together dancers from New Bedford, from Providence, from Boston and the local area. They're going to be singers from the festival theater singing holiday songs. Um, we have wonderful catering. Um, it's going to be really lively between four new exhibitions and uh, a live community painting and all kinds of other fun stuff. I, I do hope you'll come. And uh, this is a fundraiser, uh, obviously. It is, yes. Um, so where can people get tickets? Um, they can go online. They go. It's on the homepage of the museum. Um, and uh, it's on every community calendar in New Bedford right now. So... Um, we're hoping uh, the mayor will join us. We've invited um, Representative Cabral. Um, we ha- will have a, a wonderful crowd of artists and community folks um, and, of course, our board members and lots and lots of friends. So beautiful exhibitions to look at, to talk about, and, and fun things to do. And it's, it's important for us because it's, it's one of the three major fundraisers we have a year, and it's what enables us, in part, to offer things like the Artmobile and um, free and low, um, low-priced classes for all. Now, um, uh, we've only got like a minute left here, but um, you've come from other places, and now you're here in New Bedford. Is New Bedford have a chance to be truly an arts community? I mean, there's a lot of activity but is, are we really an arts community? Are we getting there? How do you view it? Jim, New Bedford already is an arts community. Mm-hmm. It's a very vibrant one, and and I only see it it rising. With and, and what I mean by that is that getting the recognition it deserves. It's growing um, by leaps and bounds, and I'm excited to sort of you know contribute to this wonderful smorgasbord. Um, there's just, a, I didn't mention, but, you know, in the spring, um, we're planning a sound art exhibition. Um, we're going to have be working um, with social practice. We're going to be doing an exhibition of street art. 
So there's a, there's a vibrancy and a dynamism that's present in New Bedford, and the only way is up. My guest has been Suzanne DeVig, the new director of the New Bedford Art Museum slash Artworks in downtown New Bedford. Suzanne, good luck and best wishes. Thank you so much, Jim. Have a wonderful holiday, and I hope to see you next week. Don't go away. Town Square Sunday continues in just a moment.